Welcome to A Turn of Events, a podcast where we help put a positive spin on the future of your wedding and event planning business. I'm Annette Nafe, the CEO and Creative Director of Nafe Productions, a strategic event production company based in New York City, specializing in corporate, social, nonprofit, and weddings. I'm also the creator of Event Planning Academy, where I help wedding and event planners launch, build, and grow a successful wedding and event business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to A Turn of Events, where we help put a positive spin on the future of your business. I'm Annette Nafe, the CEO and Creative Director of Nafe Productions. We're a strategic production company, event production company, and we specialize in corporate, social, nonprofit, and weddings. I'm also a wedding and event planning coach. Uh, If you are looking for a community of wedding and event planners, please join us over at the Event Planner Society. Facebook group, really, really fun group of people, lots of great uh, fun information that I give out, bunch of tips and education and all that about the the, uh, industry. So I can't stress enough how important it is to have an email list, right? Very, very important to have an email list. How do we grow our email list? And so we're going to talk about lead magnets and how to grow your email list with them. Uh, we have many. I'll talk to you about that. But my next guest is Natalie Gray. I'm very excited to talk to her. She helps entrepreneurs live a great story. She's an online business founder, digital CEO mentor, marketer, and podcaster building an online business to $1 million aligned with her core values in business and in life. She helps business owners, budding entrepreneurs, creators, experts, and coaches build profitable online businesses. Uh, simplify and deliver a transform transformation faster. She's also growing a community of entrepreneurs to expand their impact in the world. Natalie is a former corporate marketer and former builder of an early stage social impact startup. Natalie, thank you so much for being here. How are you, my dear? Hi, Annette. Doing well. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Yes, yes, yes. So um, first of all, why don't you tell everybody a little bit more about who you are? And I did that little spiel, but uh, how you got into this and lead magnets. We're going to talk a lot about that, but uh, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you? Sure. Yes. So last year I started building my online business after pivoting from building a startup for several years. Um, I did some executive coaching and realized I was building the wrong business. Um, and I had to determine what my core values were and then, uh, you know, build a business that aligned with my values in my personal life and in business. And so, um, you know, with an online business, it was important to, uh, monetize, you know, personal knowledge, skills, experience, um, and I'm selling products, digital, uh, digital products, services, um, I'll be launching a mini membership in 2024 and a course. So, um, and I'm very passionate about helping others do the same um, to, yes. to, to either whether it's a side hustle and they want to, uh, you know, if they're having trouble and they want to help scale it or grow it, or if they're just, you know, an established entrepreneur and they need help with, you know, marketing and traction. I, uh, I also help coach um, digital CEOs. Oh, wonderful. So I'm 
basically one of those. I have uh, my side gig here, aside from doing wedding and events, is um, I have an online course uh, and for wedding and event planners who are looking to start their own business or they're struggling in their current business. And it's pretty much everything from A to Z. So I'm you know, totally your ideal client. I'm creating a, a group uh, digital course online. So it's a lot of work. It's really great. But I also too love to do that. So I can relate to how you feel about that. Um, so let's talk about um, the key elements of a successful lead magnet for wedding and event planners. It can really be for business owners, but we do speak to a lot of wedding and event planners, but this can really probably relate to anybody that's, you know, trying to grow their email list. Sure. I mean, the, the first step would be to think about the end result. And so what is that? What is the uh, end result that you want? Is it to attract people to your core offer to book your paid services? Um, is it to get on a discovery call? So think about start there. And then you want the lead magnet to connect to that end result. Right. And um, you would you do that by um, providing value that um, that provides knowledge for your ideal customer to right. understand you, um, wh wh whatever they need to know, understand and believe to take the next step to working with you, to booking your paid <laughs> service. Um, you might want to ob address objections in it with some bullets, um, address, uh, objections that come up for them. Um, also bridging, bridging the transformation. So, you know, start with meeting them where they're at now and what problem they may be experiencing now. And then what is the outcome, the desired outcome that they want? And, um, you know, there's the, the gap between that. And so you want to sort of bridge that, uh, you know, gap and help them guide them to making a decision, you know, for that ultimate transformation. Right. And then, you know, a, a successful lead magnet will guide them in making the decision and guide them to the next steps to take. Um, it'll have a call to action. Um, the content will have a title, a tagline, a copy that connects. And, um, you know, uh, the call to action. And right. so you might want to, uh, you definitely need to have a content, uh, you know, tool like Canva and then an email service provider where you have a landing page where they can sign up for your lead magnet. And then, you know, uh, pro probably a thank you page and then, you know, a way to deliver it. Yeah. So for those who are just starting and have no idea what a lead magnet is, why don't we tell them what a lead magnet can be? Because there's lots of different ways that you can do it. And I can talk about the ways that I'm doing mine. But why don't we tell them what is a lead magnet? Yeah, a lead magnet is, uh, you know, something like an ebook, a guide, a checklist, a worksheet, a template. And it it, uh, you know, starts with a, a topic that resonates with your audience. And so um, you definitely want it to resonate. And the best way to do that is to know your audience. And so then you, you know, what I talked about earlier with helping them uh, with guiding the decision and providing value, valuable information or knowledge that sort of guides them in their journey to the to the next step which ultimately ultimately would be working with you or booking your service
Right. So I built, um, so I have a lead, I have a lead magnet, which is an ebook. I've been calling it for, you know, a hundred years, like 10 years, <laughs> I would say probably 12 years now. I've had this one lead magnet, which I've, you know, built an email list over 10,000 from this one email, this one lead magnet. And it's called the seven biggest mistakes wedding and event planners make when planning an event and tips to avoid them. And it's seven different things. It's like the top things. And I literally never changed. I wrote it 12 years ago. And I go back to it every now and then, like, you know, over the like couple of years will go by and I say, okay, let me look at that and see if I need to change anything up. Has anything changed? Nothing's changed. It's always the same. I only change what it looks like, right? I might change the cover of it or, you know, make it look prettier. When Canva came out, and if you don't know what Canva is, it's a, a fantastic tool that can create these lead magnets. You literally just you know, go into Canva, C-A-N-V-A.com and uh, put in lead magnet or ebook and it will literally give you a template and you can just create it that way. Um, and if you don't know how to write one, go to ChatGPT and that will write one for you. It's fantastic. Um, you, mm -hmm. there's, the days are, are changing because I used to spend hours making mine and now I can do one in like 15 minutes. So guys, there's no reason why you shouldn't be doing this because it's <laughs> really super easy. And it's a great way to, to build your list. So we are now creating more. Uh, I use that one. It seemed to work, but you know, I need to grow my list more. I need to get more people into my program and seeing what I'm doing and helping more people so I can teach them same as you do. And all the people that are out there that are, you know, looking to grow their, their business and their email list. You want to get people on your email list because you want to get them. You, social media may go away one day and you won't be able to have them. So you won't be able to get to them. So you want to make sure that you grow this list. So you own the email list and you can reach out to these people. So anyway, the, the it's crazy how that one lead magnet has done a lot for me. And now I'm building more and I'm also creating a quiz right now. People love to do a quiz. Don't you want, do you, um, do you see that Natalie? Yes. Quizzes are really fun because they help you profile, um, you know, the, where your audience or your client is in their buyer's journey stage. You know, they might be yeah. problem aware. They might be solution aware. And so a quiz can help identify that. Um, and, you know, you mentioned earlier uh, 15 minutes and ideally, you know, a good lead magnet can be consumed in 15 minutes or less. So, you know, the goal is don't overwhelm them. You want the content consumed, you know, very quickly mm -hmm. so that they, you know, feel motivated to take the next step. And you know, lead magnets can be helpful in growing your email list and growing your business, you know, by building authority as an expert in your niche. Um, you know, it helps with uh, educating your clients on, you know, know, like, and trust. Um, you can provide information that educates, you can, um, entertain, answer a question, solve a problem, um, you know, just give value to take the next step. Right. Right. So how is, what's the most important piece of this? I mean, I kind of, I know, obviously know the answer, but how can it grow your list? You want to make sure you get them on your list. So what's the most important piece of that to making sure that we are getting them on our list, the process of what that would look like? Yeah. So the process, I mean, you know, the, the nuts and bolts, um, 
idea, the most important thing, right, is email. So any lead magnet that you have, and you know, if you're a new um, event planner, business owner, just start simple and just use a uh, a resonating topic that appeals to you know your ideal clients. And in business, we have sort of like this. Um, it's I forget who, you know, came up with that, but it's like the dream 100 list. Mm-hmm. And it's what are, who are the top 100 clients that you would just love to have? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but if you're, if you're brainstorming a lead magnet, start with like the 10 clients that you would love to have. And then sort of, you know, reverse engineer that process of like, how could I get in the door and where would I start the conversation? And so the resonating topic and the messaging And then, you know, the call to action and just like putting it out there. So like promoting it everywhere. You want to have it um, ubiquitous so that um, because it's people aren't actively searching for your lead magnet. You have to get it to them. And so that part is critical, too. So, you know, using a lead magnet with your email list and then getting it out there. And often, you know, people need to be told, told the message 10 times. Yes. Even if you feel like, I mean, we have posted mine, oh my gosh, thousands of times all over the platforms because you know, these algorithms, people don't see you all the time, but don't think just, you know, it's good to be visible as much as possible. Even if they've seen it a hundred times, who cares? It might be that 99th time that they decide, you know, let me check this out. (laughs) Let me see what's going on here. You know, people's minds are, you know, we only have like 10 seconds to think about things these days. So, um, but call to action, super important. And what that means, if you don't know, and you're just starting out is you, you have to ask them to do something, right? So click here, join me here, get your free ebook here, whatever that looks like and have a button that you have to collect their email address. You can't send the PDF or the checklist or the quiz directly to them without getting their email address. So that's really important. And that can be done through obviously, you know, it's not a hard way to do it. We used to just put our, I have funnels now and, um, you know, I'm all fancy now because I've been doing this a long time and I have a team that helps me. But when you're first starting out, you can just put it in a Google drive and do a link to that and click it over there. And then you want a little bit of an email sequence after welcoming them, thanking them, and then do a little thank you. And now they have this thing where you can put some confetti on it. Congratulations. And it's confetti.com. I think it's called, it's so easy and it looks really fun. So when they get it, they get confetti. It's like a whole big thing comes right up on the screen. We like all the little gadgets here. You know, I am an event planner. So, Um, and so that's the call to action. You want to make sure that they, you are collecting their emails and not just sending all of this stuff out to them for free. Okay. So um, Natalie, are there specific types of lead magnets that work um, exceptionally well for attracting event planning uh, clients or wedding clients versus industry collaborations or partnerships? Yeah. Um, you know, I think a calculator spreadsheet, you know, for here's what to expect when you're planning an event, um, something like that, taste test of what it's like to work with you, whether that's jumping on a discovery call or like boxer, you know, correspondence, um, answering questions, um, a lookbook, a collection of trends, um, a budget template, an event planning checklist, um, an event planning guide, um, 
case studies, testimonials, clients that you've worked with and, you know, showcase the events um, yep. so that you, you can demonstrate, you know, your, your uh, social authority. Um, but let's see, video, audio trainings, those are always uh, really good with building no like and trust factor. Yes. And Video's a webinar. Video is very important. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. So, um, how can uh, wedding and event planners make their lead magnets stand out and capture the attention of potential new clients? So, I think, you know, um, everyone is going to try to build their uniqueness within their own niche, right? So you want to highlight what makes you unique versus others. And in doing so, you're going to try to help your client, you know, uh, with their beliefs, their mindset, what do they need to know, understand or believe in order to work with you, and to, you know, guide them to that decision to, to work with you. And so right now they're just taking, uh, you know, advantage of your free lead magnet. But you want to think about where, where do you want them to be in the future when they're ready to buy um, your, your offer to book your services? So um, the best way to, to do that is to really have messaging and content that resonates within your niche and your category of one. And um, another, you know, thing to include would be testimonials, case studies, you know, case studies have a nice storytelling effect and they provide that proof that, Hey, I've done this before with others and that I can get you results. Um, the same results, you know, include uh, customer spotlights, reviews. Um, and so that's a that's a way to help stand out from, you know, the sea of similar. Yes, yes. Also, it's, you know, showing yourself like I get more attention to the things that I post if I'm on those posts, right? Pictures of mm -hmm. me being in videos, as much as we probably hate to do that, we all want to look, you know, buttoned up and <laughs> have our hair and makeup done us, us women out there. But, um, honestly, the ones where I'm just like, just being natural and, you know, myself or a picture of me or something that I'm doing at an event are always the ones that attract people to stop more, um, right. or a shocking, like, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this in the event industry, something like that. That's going to go, oh gosh, what is she sick and tired of? Or I hate when people do this in the event, those kinds of topics, which we're about to post some recently, uh, soon, um, seem to draw attention. So those are always, those are always fun things to do. Um, so how can a lead magnet help current clients book repeat business? Well, um, so, you know, Back to what I said earlier, if you're new and starting out, just start simple. But if you have existing clients and um, you're, you know, you'd like to book them again, you could start uh, developing a new lead magnet that's more segmented to those existing customers. And the way to think about it is, you know, solve their next problem. Right. What, is, what does that look like? How do you guide that next decision for them to, you know, book with you again? or to buy from you again. And um, so, you know, it's uh, 
what what is their next event and then get it get your new lead magnet in front of them in advance so that you can sort of you know help them with a decision making process you know what is do you need to provide a comparison right. um but that's and then you know follow up with them so you know you're you have you set up the email sequence the welcome sequence when you issue your first lead magnet, but keep following up with them with emails and, you know, weekly content so that they can see and trust and, you know, know you. And the authenticity that you mentioned is just so important, right? Yes, yes. And people do want to be um, entertained. It's not just always, you know, education. So, um, you know, like you said, stand for something, even if it's polarizing, um, yeah. It's, it's, um, you know, to be contrarian and to say, stop doing this, it gets attention. So, <laughs> it it yeah. really does. Yeah, it does. So, um, uh, there was a thought there I was going to go to. So if, if you're like, I don't have any idea what, you know, what, what, what should my lead magnet be? I have no idea. The best thing to do is what you were mentioning is, you know, ask your current clients now what, or you can even just run it in a, you know, on social media, what are your pain, you know, what are you struggling with in your business? I know because I talk with a lot of event and wedding planners all the time. And I all, I all, always know that they're trying to get clients, They how to get clients, how to price their services, and what do they do when they get the client? Like those are the, the top things that they're always asking me about and they don't know how to run their business. So I am creating all of these things. So I ask them, you know, what are your pain points? I have a Facebook group, again, the Vet Planner Society, join us over there. And um, we're always getting questions in there. So we take those questions and we create a lead magnet. And honestly, you can go to ChatGPT dot com or dot AI. And so that's chatgpt.ai. Put in, write me 10 lead magnets for wedding and event planners, whatever it is, or whatever your business is. It's literally going to spit, it'll say titles, and it's going to spit out all of those titles for those 10 lead magnets. Now you can say, build on number five, right? So you Mm -hmm. can get it to build out, write me social media posts for number five, do a video script for number five. What should my email sequence look like for number five? You can literally, just as fast as I just told you it's as fast as it's going to spit it out. So there is a huge tip right there. You, there's no reason why you can't come up with, you know, topics for your lead magnets, magnets, or, you know, whatever it is, your PDFs, your info, you know, graphics, all of that good stuff, even quizzes. You can do that same thing. Uh, you want to go in and, you know, personalize it, make sure that it's your voice and all of that, but it's really amazing. And it's changed the way, you know, we're doing business these days. We, we do a lot of stuff on our own, but there, if I get stuck and I'm not sure I do go and ask and it comes up with some really amazing things. Have you, have you I been agree. Yeah. Oh yes. I use it every week and it's, it's, amazing. it's a game changer because it streamlines and it just makes the whole process way more efficient. And in fact, like it can, you know, uh, introduce things that maybe you've left out or forgotten. Um, but, you know, my mar- with my marketer's hat on, you know, that's the area that I really love is so get into the Facebook groups and do a search on, you know, problems, pain points yes. so that you can start to digest what your ideal clients are, you know, talking about in the comments and that's how you find a resonating topic. 
Yes. Um, and so, you know, after doing that, you want to understand what are the dreams and desires, the fears and frustrations beyond, you know, the pain points. So talk to your ideal clients, you know, get them on a Zoom call or phone call, put a survey in front of them, you know, ask questions so that you can, you know, get their real words and language. And then you want to use those, that language in your lead magnet. Very important because you're speaking the voice, you know, of the customer. Yes. Yes. Very important. Very important. So, and speaking of that, so how is storytelling integrated into creating compelling lead magnets to convert clients? Because I know storytelling is everything. If I talk Mm -hmm. about, listen, I've been where you've been. I started my business. I had no clue how to get clients. I knew how to do events, but I didn't know how to run the business. I didn't know how to price myself. That's the biggest thing they ask too, is how do I price my services? That's like, those are key. So, Talk, let's talk about storytelling and and the and integrating it into uh, creating compelling lead magnets. Yeah, and if I could just touch on the pricing quickly. Yes. Um, you know, when you're getting into the research in the Facebook groups, of course, you want to know the competitive landscape of what others are charging, but you want to know where your audience, you know, fits within that spectrum of pricing, and you know, price on the value of the transformation that you deliver. Don't just sell yourself short and price, you know, low to, to with the hopes of getting a, a client price your value. And that's very important, you know, with the transformation that you will deliver. I but totally, for- I just want to touch on that. I totally agree with that because we do have issues in our industry where, you know, new planners coming up will charge, you know, $500 for a three-day event that's got like, you know, all the bells and whistles and it, it, it it really does damage to our industry. So we're us, you know, seasoned professionals in this industry are trying to teach it in a different way. And that's why I love coaching. And I love talking about the value of what you bring, regardless of whether you think that's what you have to kind of get, you know, the mindset is, is a big thing in getting your clients Mm -hmm. to realize their value. So I just wanted to mention that, but yeah, let's go, you know, go on to the story. Yeah. Back to storytelling. So, and this is another favorite of mine. So, you know, with storytelling, start with you know, what emotion do you want them to feel when they see your content? And, you know, what emotion do you want them to feel at the end of the event that you deliver for them, that, you know, transformation that you give them? So start with that and then tell a story, you know, use audio and video. Um, You might, you know, want to like deliver a promise in your content, entertain, educate, um, video definitely helps with the no like, and trust, because anytime you see somebody on camera and they're talking and they, they get to know you, it just like builds that instant trust connection. So right. that's important. Um, you can use storytelling to build authority as an expert in your niche. You can use it to, you know, highlight that problem outcome, you know, sort of gap, uh, where you're going to bridge that transformation for them. Um, you know, tactics that you can use are behind the scenes uh, in your video. Um, be be contrarian, like we talked about earlier. Be polarizing. Say, you know, stop doing this or here's what I'm not doing. Sort of like know what you're not, the things that you aren't, you know, and talk about that um, versus the things that you are. And then, you know, other tactics are testimonials, um, a before and after mm-hmm. uh, transformation. 
anything that's like wow factor that's highly shareable content um you know those are all really good tactics to use and if there's somebody who's doing it really well uh, that I would implore your listeners to check out is Nicole Burke with mm-hmm. Gardenary. She yes. has amazing videos and they're just short, but they demonstrate, you know, a lot of those s- subject areas that we I just talked about. So yeah. check out Gardenary. She's amazing. I just actually took, um, she did a little webinar about, you know, what she does and she, <laughs> she's amazing. It's it, it, she does have a um, an easy thing to video, obviously, because she's got gardening, so she can always show what she's doing in the garden and all of that. But you mm-hmm. can come up with some some creative ideas, especially with events. You know, you can walk into a hotel, and there's lots of things that you can do to get creative to um, you know talk about that. But videos, I mean social media wants us to be on video. So, you know, you get better algorithms with your videos and things like that. We're ramping up all our videos too. And, you know, I'm kind of kicking and screaming with them. I I love my show. I love doing the podcast, but honestly, I, the video thing is, I, I don't know. And I love, once I do it, I'm like all excited about it, but I get the same way, you know, and I get lots of compliments. Like I love your videos, love your videos. And I'm thinking if they only knew what I went through before I started the video, <laughs> it's like, right? you know? but everybody does, everybody does, you know, unless you're like in front of the camera all the time, but. Can I add one more thing about that? So, uh, you know, with, with telling a story, always be intentional with your content. So always have a call to action, whatever it is that you want, you know, the call to action to be at the end of that video or that audio or whatever, how you're telling the story. And, you know, remember to the call to action could be, you know, directing them to your lead magnet, but just always be intentional. Don't just put content out there without thinking of the next step. Such a great, great advice on that. Absolutely. So what's the best way to troubleshoot a lead magnet if it's not working? Well, you know, a lot of times it just can start with the messaging. Make sure that you have that, you know, locked down so that it resonates and, you know, test it. Get in back into the Facebook groups and, you know, put put your lead magnet out there and test the messaging with your ideal audience. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to make sure that the messaging contains that stuff that we talked about earlier, which is, you know, the the meeting them where they're at now versus where they are in the future. Ready to buy. You know, how do you bridge that gap? How do you bridge the transformation for them? Um, You get them on the phone you know, or a Zoom chat, talk to them, um, make sure that that's a good way to align your messaging with what they're actually, you know, feeling and thinking where they're at, because you don't want to be too many steps ahead of them. And, you know, have that be your lead magnet, that's not going to resonate. So make sure that you know where they're at. Um, And then take any feedback that you get and put it, you know, retool your lead magnet, refine it and integrate, you know, the feedback into all the whole process. And so what I mean there is uh, if it's, you know, depending on the type of lead magnet that you have, if you're if your client are like busy moms, they might prefer to listen to audio, you know, in a podcast format versus, you know, reading a really long ebook. So you need to think about the type of lead magnet that you have and then matching it 
to, you know, what your audience needs. And then after you've retooled it and refined it, you know, rinse and repeat, promote it again, you know, put it out there everywhere, see what kind of traction you're getting and test it. Just mm-hmm. keep testing because oftentimes marketing is experimentation and, you know, the data will tell a story. Yeah. Uh, I want you to talk about the data a little bit. Like that's how the importance of that is. But another thing you can do is just change, use the same lead magnet, change the picture on it, right? The cover picture. It may resonate differently. Each picture may resonate differently with people. So that could just be a very simple way to change it up, to get some attention to it is change a picture. We did that once and boom, it just, it went crazy. So, but let's talk about the data just a little bit about, cause it can get a little uh, tricky with that, but what the importance of that? Cause that's, you really want to watch what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, Ways to monitor your lead magnet traction are yeah, your email service provider, right? So how many clicks are you getting uh, you know, on your lead magnet link? Um, look into the metrics there. Um, also, you know, just your socials. Are you if you're using, you know, YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, um, you want to look at well, how many people are clicking on your lead magnet and and if they're not then you might want to, you know, take that process, uh, take a step back and like, look at what, why aren't they clicking? And, um, and then if they're, if they're not, if you put the, if they are clicking and, you know, you've got the lead magnet in front of them, but they're not booking with you, you need to understand, you know, why not? And so I think really some of the best qualitative data is just to talk to them. And so if you've had, uh, a client before that, you know, like we talked about, uh, repeat, getting repeat business, you know, try to get a quick chat with them and find out, you know, what their objection is, what their obstacle is and use that, you know, to, to inform your next steps. Yes. Great, great advice. So how can, um, wedding event planners leverage social media to promote their lead magnets and, uh, monetize their reach? Well, um, you know, this part's obviously really important. Um, you want to tell them the message, you know, 10 times uh, before they hear it. So, you know, in our world where it's like bit data coming in, um, everything is just, you know, a quick blink. So you really need to tell them repeatedly and get your lead magnet in all of the places, uh, your website, you know, ideally multiple places on your website. So your homepage, your about page, maybe a pop-up. Um, then you want to have it in all of your bios and social media channels. Um, if you're doing weekly content, you want to promote it in your weekly content and, um, you know, in your reels, your video, if you're going on live video each week. Um, Another really good place to have it is in, you know, DMs that you have um, on your channels. And one tool that's really helpful with uh, using a lead magnet is Minichat. So you can sort of automate the process with uh, qualifying your leads. And, you know, if you if you put a lead magnet out there on Instagram in a reel, you could say, you know, leave me a word in the comments and then if they for those people that see that reel with your um you know call to action for the lead magnet if they leave that word in the comments mini chat can actually 
um, send them a DM and, you know, get deliver the lead magnet to them. And then that's a good way to start like pre-qualifying them for are they uh, the right audience fit for you? And would they, you know, be an engaged customer? Yes. Yes. We, we use many chat and what that is, is you, so if you're posting something out, you just tell them to put, you know, put events down in the, in the comments, right? Just type, write the word events in the comments and we'll send you the, the lead magnet. And so it, they mm-hmm. get it in their DMS. And so it's, it's a great way to get, you know, get them and then get them in the DMs. Cause that's kind of where the, uh, that's kind of like an email in itself as well. And you want to get in there and, and start chatting with them, but it'll automatically send it sets up. It's really amazing. Super easy to set up. We use many chat as well and, and find it to be fun. And you can use that on, we use it on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and we haven't used it over on LinkedIn. I don't think, I mean, Christy could tell you, but you know, my team handles all of that stuff, but, uh, but it's, a, it is many chats really great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So how do you balance providing valuable content in your lead magnets with getting your audience to hire you for an event or your, you know, your services or what that might look like? All right, we'll stick to the 15 minute golden rule. So, you know, content that can be consumed in 15 minutes or less. I mean, ideally less because we want it to be brief and give them the what but sell them the how. So in the what, you want to maybe deliver like the pillars of information, the stuff that they need to know, the stuff they need to understand, the stuff they need to believe. Um, And then you're going to sell them the how. So, you know, that's how do I deliver this event for you? You know, book my service. Um, So that's the distinction there. Um, Address their objections in your content. So, um, you know, don't overwhelm with too much information. Stick to like a very simple framework with giving them the what, address objections, guide the decision, and, um, you know, direct them to the next step with your call to action. That's the, you know, best balance that I could recommend. Yeah. That's you don't great. overwhelm. That's great advice. Great advice. So are there specific platforms you've found most effective for promoting lead magnets? Well, so, you know, again, the the best way for you to build your business is to use your lead magnet um, with your email list. And so always have it gated where you get their name and email address when you put your lead magnet out there. Um, it's okay to have it on, plat, you know, social platforms, but really you want to always be redirecting everybody to your email list because that's the only thing that you own in this. Um, And so, you know, other places where you could have it beyond your email list are, you know, in your social bios. Um, Instagram is great. Facebook. Pinterest is really great for search because uh, people have a problem and they're aware of it. So they're searching for the answer to their problem. So if you start, you know, if you're not pinning yet, but if you get your lead magnet on a pin on Pinterest and then direct them to your, you know, email service provider or website, wherever you house it, and then, you know, collect their email, that's a really great place. And again, you know, YouTube as well, another search engine. So you can link to it from there. And then, you know, uh, direct DMs, 
direct messaging, because that's a place too where the conversation occurs. That's where you can serve your potential clients and, you know, just start, start that dialogue where they start to like, know, like, and trust. Yes. Yes. And with Pinterest, lots of wedding event planners hang out there or people who are looking to have a wedding or they're going to do an event and they want to get inspiration and they feel overwhelmed. So it's a good place to hang out for our industry. Um, just a little tip on that. They, Pinterest likes content that is three months. It takes three months to get your content to really cycle through print uh, Pinterest. So right now we're starting to do stuff for Valentine's day, right? So we did Christmas several months ago, you know, the holidays, all of that stuff. Um, but you need to kind of think ahead, which is good to do like a 90 day plan for yourself and think ahead to plan out for Pinterest. I have people that manage that for me because Pinterest is a little trickier. I could do all the other social media platforms, but it is a little trickier to manage Pinterest, get somebody. I don't spend a lot of money on that. Um, but I do have somebody that manages it for us. She just takes the content that we already use, which is really good to do. Repurpose the content you're already using. You don't have to create all new stuff for all different platforms um, and just, you know, send it over to them. And then, you know, you can do it. You can put it over there yourself as well. So it's not. Can I, yeah. Yes. Can I add something to that? Of so course. Pinterest is definitely a long game. And the, you know, the reason, so don't expect immediate results when you start you know, using Pinterest. But uh, the beauty is that you can get, you know, uh, ROI on your pins, you know, years in advance or years down the road. Yes. Um, so that's why Pinterest is so great. And so, yes, it's important to get ahead and get get your content there in advance of these, you know, seasonal, uh, you know, flash, flash events or whatever. But um, and then also Pinterest. Pinterest is great for actually keyword search. So you get, there's ways you can go into Pinterest and, you know, uh, look, do some keyword research for what's trending with your audience, what, you know, what might be some useful keywords to put into your lead magnet and your content online so that that can help you to start, you know, getting in search results. Yes. Very good point. And it, it really kind of um, falls across all platforms in your social media as far as the long term. You need to be consistent. Nothing's going to happen overnight and you need to be patient with it. It's taken me years to grow my business. It's taken me years to grow my list and years to grow my following. I'm still working super hard. There's lots of people out there who have much bigger followings than I do, but it is what it is. You are where you are. So, um, but just be, just know, that if you only one person was on your video and you they saw you when you replay that video you could get thousands and thousands of people to re to see your videos over and over and over again so don't feel bad if only a couple people showed up to your video and nobody saw it just repurpose it post it out there and keep showing it out there it will grow you know and sometimes it takes off and it goes viral so you never know the funniest stuff goes viral these days I agree and have fun you know yeah. have fun when you're doing it because that's shows true authenticity and yes. uh, people want to see that. They want to hear from you in that way. Yes, yes, yes. So many questions. I love all of this with you. This is so fantastic. I could talk about all this all day, but I know, but we have businesses to run. So, um, but I do want to do a little lightning round here with you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, so who is someone who has inspired you, who is inspiring you at the moment and why? 
With inspiring with a lead magnet? Well, that or just in your business. Okay. Um, well, one of my favorite business mentors is Amy Porterfield. Um, you know, yes. she's a class act. She's uh, very intentional with, you know, how she educates her audience and brings them along. And I mean, talk about somebody who is showing up consistently and putting in the reps and doing the work. And, um, you know, she taught me to get uncomfortable and building an online business. And I now I embrace that, um, but I didn't before. And so that's definitely helps me to navigate the waters. Um, and then, you know, her content, weekly content is just amazing. So I know I, I'm, she's my mentor as well. And she's amazing. And I couldn't be doing this without her because I, you know, I aspire to be with her, like her. So it's amazing. I, I love what she's doing. I couldn't yeah. agree more. So what's the, advi- the best advice you've ever received? <laughs> That's a tough one because I did come from the startup world. So, you know, another, a different entrepreneurial game. Um, But I think the best advice I've ever received is. You know, I think in this digital world, it's just to be true to ourselves and to be authentic and not, you know, not try to, um, be anything we're not. And so if I were to relay some startup advice that applies to that is um, you want to take something, you know, like a really good product or service will sort of take something that already exists and add to it, add some value to it, you know, redefine it, build, you know, um, just redesign it, you know, but offer it in a new way. Mm-hmm. And so I think with authenticity, you know, and what we're doing to build online businesses and content and, you know, being consistent, it's like be yourself, but, you know, it's okay to, to, to look at the lay of the land and take, you know, see what's out there that you will like that you have an affinity for, but then just add your own, perspective to it, add your own, you know, belief system, your values, and then, you know, re-engineer it and put it out there with, and yeah. share it with the world. Yeah. As Amy says, it's okay to be scrappy, right? To start off. Mm-hmm. That's how she started off and you don't have to be perfect. So I agree with you. That's great. Well, that's another area she helped me because, uh, you know, a perfectionist mindset, getting yes. scrappy is like the antithesis of that. So yes. That's, yes. that's something else I've had to learn so that when my mind goes towards perfectionism, I'm like, okay, no, scrappy, fast, speed. Yep. She shows, she shows a lot of videos of when she started out and she would say like, she just recently, when she launches her programs and she showed this video recently in the last one and, and it was her starting out in her videos. Cause now her videos are like so good. She's so natural. She's so fun. And she, you know, she'll mess up in a video and go, wait, I didn't want to do that. Hold on one second. Or but when she first started, she would do her videos and her voice would be really high. She'd be like, I'm Amy Porterfield and da, 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 da. And she's like, why did I do that? Like, it was so funny. So, you know, we all have to start somewhere, just be yourself and, you know, 
it is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's a tough world out there being in front of the camera and, you know, doing this social media thing. Everybody's watching and, you know, it's, it can is I tough. add one more tip of just like really good advice? Yeah. Cause I think with, especially as women, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, our mothers, our grandmothers, they weren't taught like the value of themselves and like what to price themselves at or how to ask for a promotion. And so the other tip there is, you know, price your value, price your, the, you know, quality of the transformation you deliver and don't price yourself short. You know, that's the other really important. Completely agree. Uh, Absolutely. Um, So what are you most looking forward to next year? Next year, I'm looking forward to new launches. I'll have a new course coming out for digital CEOs with lean marketing for digital CEOs. Um, I'm going to be beta testing a mini membership. um, And I'm going to be, you know, delivering weekly content. All of these areas are new and exciting for me. But I'm also, you know, mostly excited about just the being in the community of, you know, entrepreneurs with online businesses and, you know, how we help each other, you know, share our impact with the world. So um, to be building that community and, you know, immersing myself fully in it, that's that's what I'm excited about in 2024. What about you? What's that's what are you excited about? Yeah, I mean, um, lots of stuff going on. I'm excited about building my course for wedding and event planners. So that's something really exciting. You know, I'm. it's a process, as you know. Um, you know, I recently, and again, I, you know, I've been running my business. I've been in event industry for over 30 years and I've been running my business for 14 years now. And I love to teach, but, you know, getting them into the course, like you said, it's so different. And so when I did my first launch, I messed it up. I I gave way too much away. I said too much about the how, but you know, I'm learning. So that's the same thing. You got to stumble along the way before you get to a point where I'm going to, you know, for me, I just love to teach so much about this industry and helping people start their businesses. Cause when I started, it was such a struggle. I was in tears trying to figure out how to do this. Nobody would help me. And I knew that once I got my business and going and I was successful and, you know, things were moving along that I was going to one day coach. I do coach one-on-one. So I've been doing that for about eight years, but I want to take it to a bigger platform so I can help more people. And, um, cause one-on-one takes too much. It's a lot of time. And plus I have a busy business. So, um, which I'm thankful for, but yeah, just, you know, working with clients that I love next year and building and growing, I'm going to launch my biz, my, um, course four times next year. So yeah, I think I'm going to do that and I'm changing it up. I'm going to do a boot camp first. And so I'm kind of changing it up and just play. I love, it's okay that, you know, it's not six, you know, I'm not selling millions of dollars in the course yet. It's really not about that. I, my vision is not about how much money I'm going to make. It's how much, how many people I'm going to help. It's that vision Mm -hmm. of getting them into the groups. Everybody's collaborating together and asking all kinds of questions because I love all of that. So Mm -hmm. for me, I just want to get them in. So yes, I, you know, I don't want to give it away for free because I have a lot of value to, to hand out there. So again, my value. So I want to, you know, make sure that I'm, um, you know, giving out the value that, I'm worth. So, um, but that's what I'm, you know, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Another year. Okay. So a couple more things. Um, what's your favorite tool that you use in your business? Goodness. Well, Canva is obviously the the gold standard. 
And, and, you know, another hero is the founder of Canva, Melanie. Um, I forget her last name, but uh, yeah, she's just brilliant. And, you know, she stayed true to her vision and executed on it. And, you know, who does she want to serve? I mean, that's just like, you know, the golden mindset. Um, But so Canva is definitely one. And then um, Hello Audio is a new tool for podcasting. And it's really easy to get started. Um, So if you're thinking about, you know, I like it um, because you can you can use it for a public podcast, but you can also use it for a private podcast like a lead magnet. And, um, so it's, you know, you could just upload a zoom recording and then it removes the video and keeps the audio and then delivers it, you know, as a podcast tool. So, so, so it's like an editor. It's, it's like an editor like mm-hmm. for you. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one, uh, another favorite that I've started using <laughs> is Focus Clip. It's an AI, you know, video editor. So it takes long form video and then sort of like chops it up into many short videos with titles and captions that you can just sort of re- talk about repurposing content and streamlining for efficiency. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. There's a lot of others that do that, like an AI video tool. Yes. Um, not all of them will take long form and slice it up, but um, so, you know, uh, what is it? Cap wing is one capsule is another. There's so many now. There's so many. Yeah. But yeah. For me, it's the, it, I Canva is amazing. Um, but the chat GPT and just for you right. that know, you don't need to spend a lot of money. Uh, you can use um, Canva that has a free version or you can upgrade. And I think it's like, I don't know, $10 a month or something very inexpensive. It's not expensive. Um, and then for the chat GPT, there's a 3.5 version and a four version. I have the 4.0 and I think I spend 1999 a month, but it, you, it, it, so now you can create images. So like, if I put in like, here's my lead magnet, um, you know, and then it says, I say now create an image of, you know, whatever the first sentence might be or whatever it is. And it is unbelievable. It's the cutest thing. I'm going to post a couple wow. of things about some images. I wanted to do, I did a lead magnet on, um, I was just playing around with it and it was on, um, like, uh, um, I think it was something like fairy tale weddings or very, you know, out of the box weddings or something like that. And it came up with like 10 different ideas. And then I asked it to create an image of those 10 ideas. It was so amazing. So you hear now, you because, you know, in my industry, it's a visual thing, right? Mm-hmm. And they now have a vision of what this, you know, wedding on the moon might look like or, mm-hmm. you know, a, a rainforest wedding or something like it's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. So I highly recommend that you guys get in those. So those are mine. Yeah. So and lean into AI now versus yes. you know, don't wait because I just trained my VA on using chat GPT and on a weekly basis for content flywheel process. So lean into that. I'm not, I don't think I'm using four yet with images, but um, so I definitely am curious and want to learn about that. Yeah, it's really easy. It's, it's not hard at all. You just, and it's just learning how to prompt it. And then if it learn it, it will recognize, you know, if you use it enough, it's going to recognize what you like in your voice and, and all of that. But, you know, and, people are like, oh, it's going to replace. It's too scary. I'm afraid of it. It's not, it's not like that, right? There's only so many things you can do, but to create your content and, and get some ideas out there, it is fantastic. It's changing 
you know, the speed of doing our businesses and my sanity, to be honest, because Mm -hmm. there's so much content we have to create, right? Especially as your business grows and you and I are in this digital world. So it is a a whole nother ballgame there. So great. And if I may add AI plus, you know, short form video is a powerful combo to use in your selling and marketing. So um, you know, maybe we can have a talk again sometime on short form form video and I would love to how, how to sell um structure the I would love route. to. Christy, let's get it on the books. <laughs> <laughs> Christy's following here along. Okay, so last question. What's one piece of advice you'd give to wedding and event planners just starting out? People in their businesses, right? Yeah, just start simple. You know, I think when I first started my online business, just coming from like the startup world of all the things and all the hats, um, I I did too much, you know, last year and I wasn't ready for some of the things, the tools and and so you know, for new for budding entrepreneurs, start simple. Just only get the things that you need now. Set up a, a very basic you know, framework um, that you can use. And then, so an email service provider like ConvertKit, um, you know, content delivery vehicles, you know, Canva, and tell your story, Um, you know, start to learn selling. Um, So where you can learn from other business mentors, hugely important, but just find one mentor that you like. You don't need to like get all the things. And I know it can be overwhelming. Yes, yep. shiny object syndrome. You don't need to have more than one. <laughs> yes. And then, yeah, so start small. Start thinking about like your funnel, your customer, you know, just v- create, cast the vision yes. of your funnel, um, your 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 weekly content uh, process, your customer journey, what, what that looks like, the journey that you're going to take them on. And then add to it later. And I will say, you know, where you can, if you have money coming in the door with your business already as a side hustle, um, try to hire a VA, you know, an assistant to, to help outsource some of the tasks, you know, as early as you can. And don't wait for that. So that would be my advice to someone starting out. Yes, yes, yes. And I got two pieces of advice on that. One is don't pay attention to what everybody else is doing. It's good to get inspiration and watch what people like, you know, I've told a lot of wedding event planners, look at my platform, look at what I'm, you know, look at my website and get inspiration from there or, you know, watch what I'm doing in social media. And so, you know, pick a couple things that I'm doing and do those. And eventually the, it will build. Don't try to do all the fancy bells and whistles that everybody else is doing. If you see someone has a million followers who cares? It doesn't matter. You have to start somewhere. I don't have a million followers and I've been doing this forever and I still have a successful business. So, you know, there's plenty of work out there for everybody. Um, and don't get all wrapped up in you having to have all these millions of people that are following you. The other thing is, and it get a coach. I almost forgot what it was. <laughs> get a coach. If that was the best thing I, I did, and I still have a coach to this day. I have Amy who mentors me through my digital course and all the wonderful people that are in there like yourself. And um, just coaching is every penny that I've spent on having a coach, whether it's me or anybody else, find someone that you want to aspire to be that that is doing what you're looking to do, that has the knowledge Um, and just, you know, you don't need to spend a lot of money, but it is very important to invest in your business 
to be successful. Uh, every time I have it, my business grows and grows every single time. And each time I've invested, I've always been like, holy crap, I can't believe I'm spending this money, but it's always worked out and I've made more money from it. So yeah. Can I add to that? So, yeah. you know, the way to hire a coach is to look at the, and this is startup, you know, business acumen, find the person who's built the business that you want to build. And then, you know, yeah. seek them out as a mentor, whether it's just like consuming, binging their content, whatever, if you can't afford, you know, direct one-on-one right. coaching, start binging their content, find, you know, where they have uh, advice, knowledge on, you know, online. And then, but find the person who's built the thing that you want to build and yes. that start there. And then just sort of like, you know, you can work your way down and, you know, to your other point, stay true to your uniqueness. You know, you're, I think uh, one of the best strategies in building an online business is to build your niche of one, your, you know, personal monopoly category of one. So stay true to your uniqueness. Take, take, you know, all of your knowledge, skills, experience, uh, transformations that you've helped others with and, you know, put that into a vault that you share with others. And that will help you to avoid, you know, following and chasing what others are doing and just, to, uh, you know, bring people into your orbit because all you need is a very small email list of engaged subscribers who right. want, who know what, who know you, they like what you stand for and they want to buy from you. That's all you need. So keep it simple and keep, you know, a small engaged list is the goal. Love it. Thank you so much, Natalie. How can everybody yeah, find thank you? you? How can people find you? Oh, uh, sure. So um, nataliegray.me is my website. Um, I'm on Instagram, uh, nataliegray.mistraction, uh, oh, G-R-A-Y, by the way. Natalie, dot yeah. traction um, on Instagram and X, uh, used to be Twitter, um, and Facebook. And I have a, uh, a free audio workshop on that you can get on my website. I also have, I think we have a link to it um, uh, today. So yep. yeah, get on my email list, get my uh, newsletter for digital CEOs. And I can send you the uh, audio workshop. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank so, you. So fun. Love talking to you. Such great advice. We'll and talk again. Yes, for sure. So thank you so much. Thank you everyone for joining us. And we'll see you again soon. Take care. Bye, Bye everyone. If you're a wedding or event planner looking to level up your skills and network with like-minded professionals, I have a special invitation for you. Join us over in my Facebook group, Event Planner Society, where driven, creative, and passionate planners from around the world come together to connect, gain referrals, improve their mindset, and build successful businesses. As a member, you'll also get access to unbelievable free training from me. So don't miss out on this fantastic opportunity to elevate your event planning game. Go to Event Planner Society, drop me a note, and let me know when you've joined. I can't wait to welcome you into this thriving community. Remember, the future is full of endless possibilities. Stay positive, stay focused, and keep spinning those events into success. We will see you next week.